You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of A Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Tonight's love nugget centers around my days as a narcissist, right? So one of the things that I've, I've gotten consistently um, over the course of creating the Quality of Love podcast, or one of the questions I should say, I got and I've gotten consistently is uh, what what was it like to date a narcissist? Or you've mentioned that you had narcissistic ways in the past. Can you get into more detail about some of the things that you did so that I know if the partner that I'm dating now or the person that I'm interested in may be a narcissist as well. And I felt like that it, it wouldn't do this conversation any justice if I just talked about it as an answering a question or for a big Wednesday episode. I felt like this topic of discussion, although it's it's widely publicized now, and I'm excited about the fact that it's widely publicized because I start to really pinpoint some of the behaviors that I've had in the past that um, led me to certainly being a narcissist, whether I was diagnosed with it or not. I had a lot of the, the traits that narcissists people have. And again, I'm very, very happy that this is a topic of discussion nowadays because it it allows for, if you are aware of it, allows for you to address some of them behaviors and uh, hopefully change them for the better. One of the first things that I would look for in dating a narcissist and one of the things that I did quite often was I put my partner down in order to make myself feel like I was constantly above them, right? So if you're dating someone who's constantly putting you down or even someone who's just talking about themselves and is not engaging in dialogue with you, there's a chance that that person may be narcissist. You want to kind of put that your narcissist senses on from that point on or in that point going forward because... Another thing that I used to do and I used to pride myself on in being a narcissist is knowing that that I had a the ability to charm my partner. Right. So I can be flirty and I can be romantic and I can come across as extremely charismatic and caring all the way until I got them into my web, so to speak. Right. I used to look at it personally as a web. And once I I looped my partner into a web, then I would start to show a lot of the narcissist characteristics, right? So the self-centeredness, the only wanting her to be around me or trying to limit her ability um, to have outside contact with family members. And even, or I should say, when this person or persons tried to have outside contact or tried to tell their friend, family support system about what was going on within our relationship, I would put the charm on again. And I would I would say, no, there's no way I'm not doing that. I, I'm not that type of person. And it would typically work and make that person, the partner that is at the time that I had, feel as though like they were crazy and that they were making things up, which that's another thing that plays into the hands of a narcissist, right? Our ability to flip things onto someone else or flip situations onto someone someone else and project our feelings onto someone else, right? So for example, 
I was one that was constantly caught at, at cheating and womanizing. That was something that I never was good at. I was always caught at that. And every time I would get caught, I would have a built in excuse for why I got caught or the reasoning behind it. And in literally every case, the reasoning was the other person. Right now, if you think about it, I've done a few things that I've already talked about within this first couple minutes of detailing narcissists. I've isolated this person, right? So now they don't have that support network that they typically have or that you need to bounce ideas off of. I've charmed them, making them think that they're the only person that I have interest in, that I care for. Maybe I bought them gifts. We enjoyed amazing sex, whatever the case may be. And then the third thing that I did was I started to make them think that they're crazy, right? So now you have an isolated person who has no outlet and I'm the primary source of communication for them. So I've essentially, like I said, for lack of better terms, I've trapped them in my web. And then once they're in that web, I can start being the my genuine person. So that narcissistic individual. The other thing that that really was something that I, I noticed in learning and, and discussing and obviously becoming a life coach about narcissism is that once we do get you in that web, now we don't have to take accountability for anything. Right. So we don't have to take accountability for cheating or the mishaps that happen in a relationship. Right. Because you are solely dependent upon me and what I have going on and go plays right into the the role of a narcissist right so that's another thing that you can see and that's easy to detect from a narcissist is their lack of accountability for their actions and then lastly just for me personally the thing that that stood out for me most when I kind of did some backtracking and figured out that I was a narcissist was entitlement right that is the number one and it's actually it's funny entitlement is one of my biggest pet peeves and I found myself for found myself for a long period of time in this space of entitlement, right? So whenever I didn't get anything right away or I had to experience delayed gratification, that was something that I threw temper tantrums over or I used as an excuse to go out and womanize, right? So when you're dealing with people, start to look for those particular things in an individual because to give people the benefit of the doubt, you guys know me, I'll always give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, there are people in this world living right now that don't even know they're narcissists, right? Some of these things were never brought to their attention or worse, they were enabled, right? Some Somebody enabled them to continue these behaviors and to continue these activities for so long that they now become habits for the individual, right? So pay particular attention to those areas. That's what I experienced. And I can definitely look back and reflect upon now and say, okay, that that is what made you a narcissist or this is what made you a narcissist. I also invite you to do your own research. Like I said, at the beginning of this episode, there are a ton of resources on narcissism, and I invite you to look at as many as possible because narcissism conversations have just really come to light within the past few years. So um, there's so much research that's, that's being done and so much cutting edge research that you can never have enough information on narcissists. And the other piece that I, I invite you to be mindful of when it comes to narcissism and dealing with narcissists is they can be charming for a long period of time, right? So try not to rush into anything and as often as possible have your partner experience delayed gratification so you can really gauge where they are in terms of narcissism. 
that's all I have for you guys tonight. I appreciate you guys asking me the questions and to deep dive into narcissism. I really enjoy talking about it. Um, I, re- I enjoy researching and learning about it as well, just because I know where I've been and I know a lot of these narcissistic, narcissistic characteristics can be tied to some of my previous behavior. So it's always great to learn a new or learn something new about yourself, whether that's uh, past or present. Always good to challenge your old beliefs so that the new beliefs you put in place are correct and are absolutely true. That's all I have for you guys tonight. Remember, you guys are more than welcome to hit us up at TQLP20 at gmail.com with any any questions that you guys have for our big Wednesday episodes. Once again, that email address is TQLP20 at gmail.com. Or feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page, The Quality of Love Podcast. Remember, guys, as always, the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.